My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bundjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Friday the 16th of June. I'm Sam. I'm Zara. A campaign launched this week is calling on the federal government to lower the legal voting age to 16. It's being led by a group called Make It 16, who are saying that the change would strengthen our democracy. Our goal is to lower the voting age to 16 and have young people be able to participate in our democracy in a much more real way. It's a surprisingly divisive subject, and we're going to hear more about it in the deep dive. But before we get there, a big day in federal parliament yesterday. It was. We had Senator David Van removed from the parliamentary Liberal Party. That followed allegations made by independent Senator Lydia Thorpe yesterday, who claimed she'd been sexually assaulted by Van. Van has denied these allegations. Opposition leader Peter Dutton said the decision was made after further allegations against Van were relayed to him. Dutton said he wasn't making, quote, any judgment on the veracity of the allegations and anyone's guilt or innocence. PwC will be suspended from any new tax contracts with the New South Wales government for the next three months. It comes on the back of allegations that consultants at PwC used confidential federal government information for their clients' interests. PwC will also be required to ensure that any staff members who breached confidentiality agreements at a federal level aren't involved in those New South Wales government contracts. Our friends over the ditch, New Zealand, have entered a recession. That's according to the latest national data. Gross domestic product was down 0.1% in the March quarter after falling 0.7% in the three months to December 2022. Tropical cyclones in January and February were among the reasons listed for the downturn in economic activity. And today's good news, you can say goodbye to all cricket fans for the next little while because they'll be distracted by the Men's Ashes Cricket Test Series between Australia and England that kicks off tonight. The five-match series will begin in Birmingham and be played across five different venues across the UK. Australia are the reigning champs. They won the last Men's and Women's Ashes Series. Sam, today I want to talk about the voting age because there's been a lot of news recently about a campaign that is pushing to lower it to 16. Turns out it's quite a divisive topic. Yeah, and it's really split our audience down the middle. We launched a poll on Instagram this week asking our audience whether they would support lowering the voting age. And that poll is still live. There's a link in the show notes. And it's pretty much half and half. I mean, we've got 50.2% of respondents saying yes, they think it should be lowered. 48.3% of people are voting no. And there's a very small fraction who are in the middle. I'm keen to hear what you think about this. But I think that before we go there... I want to just set up a bit of context here. So firstly, voting is compulsory in Australia. And the way that that is policed per se is that you are fined if you fail to vote and if you're enrolled. But all of this only applies for people who are 18 and over. But that's not always been the case. No, it was only in 1973 that the voting age was lowered from 21 to 18. To change the voting age, you really just need one act to change. And that's the Commonwealth Electoral Act of 1918. And that only needs majority support in Parliament like any other bill. Now, the last time it was changed, there'd been a few wars with significant numbers of 18 to 21-year-olds who had lost their lives or been seriously 
injured. And so it was on that context that it was decided that asking people to give their life for the country but not allowing them to vote was not okay. In more recent times, supporters of this recent push to lower the voting age down to 16 are pointing out kind of similar arguments that if 16 and 17 year olds can pay tax, if they can drive, and if they can join the army, then they should also have the right to vote. I did not know until this very moment in time that you could sign up for the army at 16. So there you go, learn something new every day. Mm. So, I mean, when we think about if there's any precedent to lowering the voting age, because that's oftentimes what parliamentarians will look for, we have seen it happen. It's happened in Wales and Scotland, Brazil, Austria, Ecuador, Argentina, and Greece and Indonesia have lowered their voting age to 17 for at least some of the elections. What are policymakers here in Australia thinking about this all? Well, it's worth noting that it's not the first time that lowering the voting age to 16 has come up in Australia. Back in 2018, the Greens put forward a proposal to introduce voting for 16 and 17-year-olds, but that it would be optional, not compulsory like it is for people aged 18 and over. That was rejected, but there were some Labor members who supported the idea in principle, they just objected to the voluntary component. Then, earlier this year, Greens MP Stephen Bates introduced a new bill with compulsory voting for 16- and 17-year-olds, but without the fines if they failed to vote. Now, at that time, both major parties indicated to TDA that they were unlikely to support the proposal, and it hasn't yet been put to a vote. And then it kind of brings us to this week with the Make It 16 campaign, and The premise of the Make It 16 campaign is largely similar to the one that Stephen Bates put forward earlier this year, except I guess the key difference is that this time it's young people putting the campaign forward rather than a parliamentarian. The campaign is being supported by the Greens, as the previous two, as well as a few independent MPs, but both the major parties are still saying that it's not a priority. And earlier this week, Patrick Gorman, the Assistant Minister to the Prime Minister, told ABC Radio that he's concerned the proposal will weaken Australia's compulsory voting system. Compulsory voting is what makes sure that the decisions we make here in Canberra are decisions for the whole country and that we have consulted the whole country in those decisions. If we take away compulsory voting uh, or have some sort of... uh, you know, your first votes free uh, idea, which is what the Make It 16 uh, proposal is, that does weaken compulsory voting and we can't go down that path. So let's hear more about Make It 16, who Patrick Gorman just mentioned there, who are behind the campaign that's launched this week. Can you tell me a bit about their arguments? So they're a youth-led non-partisan campaign and that means they're not aligned with any party and they had a launch at Parliament House this week and it was attended by three politicians, Greens MP Stephen Bates and Independents Dr Monique Ryan and Andrew Wilkie. Now at the launch, each of those three parliamentarians gave slightly different reasons for their support of the proposal. We had Bates who was saying that young people deserve to have a seat at the table on issues like climate and housing. And he himself is a young person, so I think that's definitely worth acknowledging. And then we had Dr Ryan who said that many decisions made in Parliament about the future matter more to young people than most of the politicians. And then Andrew Wilkie took that point even further. He said that his 16-year-old daughter was more invested in the future than half of his colleagues. Look, I think listening to politicians talk about young people's future is one thing, but I also think it's another thing to hear directly from young people whose Definitely. futures are on the line. Uh, you sat down with Make It 16 co-founder Tabitha Stephen-Jones. Let's just play a little bit of that now. Tabitha, thanks so much for joining us on The Daily Oz. Thank you so much for having me. 
Tell me about Make It 16. Are you pushing for compulsory voting above the age of 16 or do you think that there should be an optional vote until you're 18? Yeah, so our model at Make It 16 is to have it compulsory in the same way it is for adults, um, but the fines to be waived because we know that's a huge barrier and a huge accessibility issue, especially within regional communities and young people. Um, So they would be waived until 18 and then it would progress um, normally from there. Uh, We put up a poll to the TDA audience and um, we're getting some really interesting results and some of the interesting sentiments to come through the comments section has been that um, there's not enough civics education to support compulsory voting for 16 to 18 year olds. What's your feelings around that? I think civics education and lowering the voting age definitely go hand in hand. I think that there is definitely greater need for better civics education. However, talking to peers and especially like my younger siblings, um, their civics education is already a lot stronger than mine. And I just finished high school last year. And I think that because there's such a gap between when it's taught and people actually showing up to the polling booths, it's really hard to kind of put that into practice. And so lowering the voting age to 16 would mean that there's a definitely that more of a transferable skill and system. Why do you think it's failed before pushes like this? I mean, we had efforts by Aussie politicians to lower the voting age back in 2018. There was a big proposal from the Greens um, and there was another attempt earlier this year. What do you think's holding us back? I think now at the moment, uh, Both major parties are hesitant because it's not high enough on the agenda, you know, with everything coming up about The Voice and everything from climate change to the housing crisis, it's just not high enough on their agenda. However, we think that that's unfair because all of these things affect young people really strongly. Um, And we've heard that young people really want a vote in The Voice and things like the housing crisis really affect us and the cost of education, cost of living. The Assistant Minister to the PM, Patrick Gorman, told ABC Radio that there are plenty of other ways for young people to get involved and that lowering the voting age is not a priority. Let's have a listen. Look, I don't think that this is the priority that we need right now. And one of the things that I worry about with these sort of conversations is that it implies that it starts and stops with voting. It's so much more than that. Like, I have young people in my office all the time talking to me about climate change, talking to me about integrity issues. Uh, You don't have to have a vote to have a say. He also said that allowing for voluntary voting for 16 and 17-year-olds would weaken compulsory voting. What's your general response to the politicians who say this is not a good idea? Mm. I think that we've seen, especially within the past few years, you know, with the climate crisis worsening and all of the different other issues that young people are really engaged with, you know, they are fighting on the streets. They are, you know, protesting, they're contacting their local MPs. They know how they want their country to look. They know how they want their future to look. And that really isn't transferring into the electoral system. Young people are being impacted by the decisions that are being made today, but they don't have any actual say on who gets elected and who represents them. And (laughs) um, to Minister Gorman, I think that obviously the compulsory voting system is working because young people are turning up. And I think that that's something that definitely needs to be continued. And so, Yeah, for all the people who are naysayers, just look at how young people are being involved and passionate already in their communities and think about how that could translate to the ballot box. We'll be interesting to see how the Make It 16 campaign goes. Tabitha, thanks so much for joining us on The Daily Oz. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us on The Daily Oz. If you want to have your say about whether you think the voting age should be lowered or kept as it is, 
You can head to our show notes where there is a link to fill out a survey. It'll take you two minutes, but it means that your voice is heard. Have a great weekend and we'll chat to you on Monday. Thank you.